Hi, everyone. It's Rebecca Saltzman from Balagan Be Gone, Journey to Organization. I'm so excited to talk to you guys today because I got some amazing, amazing, amazing voicemails from a few people this week, and I just, I'm so excited to talk about them. I love talking about organization and zero waste. Um, Malki called me, and Malki said to me she made like big strides in organizing her Pesach things. Um, uh, but she brought up a really, really important issue that I really, 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 really love talking about. She told me that while she is interested in creating less waste um, and being organized, not everybody in her family is on board with this. Okay, this is a super, super common problem, not just with organization, but also with with, with uh, reducing waste. Um, and then Blimey called me and she said what I was talking about seems a little bit extreme, um, but then she was really, really thinking about how can we produce less waste. Now, I'll say this. I live in Israel, so there are certain things that are easier for me to do in the waste category with food than, than things that are in America. But in America, there are waste aspects that are easier than in Israel. So... Let me just start with something simple. It's not so simple, but simple. Blimey mentioned bread. Bread comes in a plastic bag. Uh, in Israel, bread comes in a plastic bag too, except for if you buy it fresh from the bakery, in which case the loaves of bread are usually sitting out on the, on the you know, rack or on the shelf, and you put it in a plastic bag that they provide for you, and you wrap it yourself, and you pick your own loaf. However, you don't have to bring a plastic, you don't have to take the plastic bag. You can bring your own reusable bag. Or if you want to take a plastic bag, take the plastic bag and reuse it from week to week to week. Um, but the other thing is, is let's say you do buy a bread that's purchased in a bag. You can reuse the bag. Um, I do sometimes buy bread that uh, is purchased in a bag. At the end of the bag, I give my kid his lunch in that bag. Like, we're reusing that bag. Um, if I'm buying challah for ourselves, I take a reusable bag. I like the EnviroSax brand. Um, you can buy them on Amazon. They come in a set of five. They roll up really small. They fit in my purse. I always carry a few with me. Um, and then when, when I go to the store, um, I just put my challah right in my bag. And I just tie it shut and you know I buy my challah Thursday night even um, and it's still fresh all Shabbos. The, the bag is a nylon bag. I wash it after each time I use it. I tie it tight at the top and my challah is not stale. It tastes fine. It's fine. You could freeze it in a bag that way too. Um, it, it tastes okay. If you have old pillowcases you can use an old pillowcase to wrap up the bread, slice it and wrap it and that will be fine too. Uh, we're so conditioned to say like plastic is, is the be all end all and plastic is great and amazing and responsible for so many life-saving technologies and it's in everything we use almost every single day and, and, and it's definitely an important invention but it's also proven to be not so healthy and it's, it can't ever disintegrate. All the plastic that's created in this world never goes away. It never ever leaves the earth, ever. And that's a, that's a huge 
issue. When we're, when we're thinking about the earth, it's a huge issue. Now, I want to just sort of reframe this whole uh, discussion. I talk about zero waste um, and organization, and, I, and I, I come at organization from definitely a perspective that like Hashem keeps us organized, and when we get rid of the things we don't need, we open our life to new bracha. That, that's true, 100%, and I totally believe that. But I also believe that there are aspects of Torah that support environmentalism. So let's, let's talk about, I mean, Sar Balei Chaim is one, one of them, and that's a whole other discussion that we can have if you guys are interested in talking about how meat is produced and, and all that kind of thing. But Bal Tashlit is a big deal. It's not just wasting food, it's wasting resources. When we leave the lights on in a room that we're not in, that's a waste of resource, and that's baltashlit. Like, we don't think about it in that way because electricity isn't so expensive. So we don't necessarily think that we're wasting. We probably are conditioned to not even realize that the lights are on because the lights are always on. We go to our offices at work, or we go to a supermarket, the lights are on because we need the lights. And and that's okay. If you need them, use them by all means. This is not what I'm saying at all. Zero waste has to fit into your lifestyle. If using aluminum trays is, is what you need to do, then find someplace else where you can be more environmentally responsible. Um, don't use plastic water bottles anymore. Get a reusable and take that with you. I, I'm not saying on Pesach, I totally use Chad Pami. Although I had a discussion with my husband about it and he's on board for me buying three new pieces for next year um, that are, that are going to be reusable. Um, and the thing is, is that I, I think that sometimes we forget about Baltashlit, not just from the perspective of like food. We, we really, really forget that like it has to do with how we treat our clothes. It has to do with the idea that clothing is disposable even like you know we could just go to to old navy and buy our kids new clothes all the time or we could go to wherever and buy our kids new new clothes all the time and and fashion comes out so quickly in the store every week there's something new and we think oh my goodness we must we must have this they're they're showing it and we need to be we need to have it and and this um consumerism uh, definitely, I'm a consumer. I'm, I'm not perfect, okay? I'm just telling you what I know. Um, I'm often a victim of consumerism, and it's chaval. And I, I look at myself afterwards, and I think to myself, why did I buy that? But uh, I digress. The fact is, is that we buy a lot of things that we don't need. Now, that's baltashlit because it wastes resources, because a lot of the things that we allow into our home end up in the trash, um, but it's also an organization problem. When we um, accept things into our homes, we, we have to know where we're going to put them. Um, I was organizing a lady, and she said, oh, I got that for free. I, I can't get rid of it. I, I really like it. And I'm like, why? She's like, because I got it for free. And I'm like, because you got it for free. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was, I don't even remember what it was. This happens all the time. Swap one lady in for the next lady. I got it for free, so I must keep it. Oh, it's a book. It's a good book. They were giving it away for free. I mean, okay, I understand the draw to something that's free. 
a free pen, a free notebook, a free, but think about it, a free whatever, but think about it. Do we really need another pen in our house? I can't even tell you how many pens I throw out um, in somebody's house. Half of them are not working. If they are working and they have a lot, I usually take them to a place to donate them. But I'm telling you, I usually walk into someone's house and they have upwards of 50 pens. Why? Why do you need 50 pens? I keep a pen in my purse and I keep a few pens on my desk. That's it. That's all the pens we have in the house. The kids know where the pens go when they're done using the pens. They put them back. We have, you know, five or six pens. It's not a big deal. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like not a big number, five or six. It's not a big number. I actually think it's too much. I think we should have two. But we have these pens and like, okay, pens. Pens are not our cause of disorganization, except for that they are because all the little, little things add up. And do you know how much resource, how many resources go into making a pen? Not to mention that the pens are probably made in China in some factory that's really has terrible conditions for the workers. So not only are we contributing to a societal problem that you know oppresses workers but these pens are, pens are made of uh, uh, thousands of plastic parts plastic like i said never ever disintegrates it's it, it's not a good alternative we are contributing to the problem when we take these freebie pens i i i can't stress this enough from an organizational perspective, accepting free items is a no-no. From an environmental perspective, accepting free items is also a no-no. When you bring things into your home, they need to have a purpose. Not just because of the environment, but because if you don't have a place for them, it will cause clutter in your home. It's very, very, very simple. It's not a complicated idea. More things equals more clutter equals more things to organize and, and more things to think about. And that means that we are a slave to our things. And that is chaval. Hands down, being a slave to your things is chaval. It's a terrible, terrible feeling. I mean, people are really, 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 really oppressed by this. And I just can't even tell you that... It hurts me to see when I go to a client's home, it hurts me to see the connection they have to an item that didn't even cost them anything, that they didn't have to expend any energy to get, and that the need that they feel for it is so strong. I, I'm boggled by this feeling. I feel like I, it takes courage to walk by and say, uh, if someone's handing something out for free to say, no, I don't need it. But let's say you were walking around in uh, Costco uh, and they offered a food sample that wasn't kosher. You would walk by and say, no, I don't need it. Or let's say it was kosher, but you were, had just had meat and it was dairy. You would say, I'm sorry, I don't need it. It's putting yourself in that kind of scenario. If someone's offering you a free pen, Put yourself in that scenario. Do I need another pen? No. I mean, my mother always takes the pens. I, <laughs> she's addicted to the free pens. It's a thing. I don't know. The, but, I, but pens are not just a thing for me because my mother collects them. Honestly, when I go to someone's house, pens are a massive problem. 
free pens are a massive problem. Now, I'm not railing against the free pens in general. Free water bottles are a problem. How many water bottles do you have in your house? Will you even use those free cheapy plastic ones? No, because they don't keep the water cold and you won't use them. <laughs> Buy yourself, invest in a good one. I like um, the, the stainless steel ones that keep the water cold 24 hours. They're called uh, Zirushi. I don't even know how to say it. It's spelled Z-O-J-I-R-U-S-H-I. Um, it's the S-M-K-H-E-4-8-B-A. So that's um, Zojirushi. Z-O-J-I-R-U-S-H-I. S-M-K-H-E-4-8-B-A. It's a stainless steel mug. That's what they call it. But it comes in a thermos, and what's really great about it for kids is that it has a lock on it so the water doesn't spill or open in their backpacks. Um, and they love it, and they bring it home, and we have not lost a water bottle. They're a little dinged up, but that's okay. They work. The kids love them because they keep the water cold, uh, which is great, especially in Israel when it gets so hot all day. They, they really last for a long time, and it's a, it's a, that's a simple fix. The, the price is a little bit steep. It's, it's $27, but, um, you know, I don't send them with a water bottle to school every day. Uh, the plastic ones are not, are not great. So, so let's backtrack a little bit. Um, I want to circle around. Accepting freebies while it's nice to get something for free. They come at a cost, a cost to you. They come at a cost to your home, to your organization, to the environment. If we say no to freebies, then companies will stop offering things that we don't need. They'll, they offer what, what they think we want or need. But the truth is, is if we vote by saying no, we can, uh, we can make a difference. So let's get back to what Blimi was saying and what Malki mentioned to me is that people are not always on board and people, and, and, and what are some solutions? Okay, so over the next few weeks, we'll talk about more solutions and, and we'll talk about more of this. I wanna hear your feedback so, so I know if this is something that is interesting to you. Um, but uh, how, how do we get people on board? That's huge. How do we get people on board with anything we wanna do, with organization, with reducing our waste? You know, it's, it's definitely an issue. I think open, frank discussions with our family members, especially our spouses, uh, will help. I discuss zero waste with my kids all the time. My husband totally sees the benefit because it, it saves money. Um, if, the, if the person who's giving you a problem is your, is your spouse, then by all means, bring up the money-saving aspect to not using chad pami, single-use items. Um, please bring that up because really, using chad pami, um, it does cost you. Uh, it's not just a cost on the environment, it costs your wallet. Um, bring that up. You know, say you're not really willing to wash a plate, but you know how much each plate costs me? Like, think about how much we would save if I didn't have to go out and buy these plates. Um, in regards to cooking in advance, uh, <laughs> freezing things in a Pyrex um, is not always optimal. I agree. Um, but let's say you're making a kugel. You can freeze it in a Pyrex and transfer it to uh, uh, just coat it in aluminum foil, which at least can be recycled, um, or even freeze it in a plastic container 
which I don't love, but it's possible. Uh, freeze it in a plastic container and um, you know, when you're ready to heat it up, just transfer it either to a plate or a dish or move it back into the Pyrex, but at least, you know, invest in some higher quality plastic that's BPA free that if you're gonna reuse. Now, you know, plastic is not the best, but like like I said, since it's just for the freezer, it's probably okay. Um, actually, Ikea has some nice shaped ones that are great for the freezer, uh, which I really like. Um, also, uh, you can get, like I said, even at Costco. It's not, uh, it's not hard to find a good set. Find one that you like. Um, I like to color cord my color cord. When I use more plastic, I definitely color coordinate. Now I don't do it so much anymore. But, you know, blue for dairy and red for Fleischik. And I only buy Tupperwares in that, in that color. Tupperware actually makes some really great freezer items also, um, which you could look into. Um, but yeah, so if you're freezing food in advance, which is great for organization, but hard on zero waste, um, call a kavod, by the way, because I totally don't do that. Um, that's one solution. Um, now, Blimi also asked me about what do I do when I buy chickens? Okay, so in Israel, they sell chickens here two ways. They sell them open, like in the case. You can go and talk to the butcher and have him cut it the way you want it, or you can buy it prepackaged in the case. Um, I actually order my meat from a place in Sfat, um, and that, all that stuff comes prepackaged. Now, the reason that I order from there is because even though it comes prepackaged, which I don't love, um, the animals themselves are all organic and grass-fed beef. And so I make the compromise on that the fact that the food that I'm eating is local because most of the meat in Israel is flown in from Argentina. Uh, and so eating meat in Israel has a, has a huge, huge, huge um, footprint, carbon footprint, because the meat is flown from, from Argentina and... That takes a lot of resources, obviously. Um, but this meat that I buy is, is raised in Israel and produced locally by a shochet that I know and I trust, and he's, he's really, really great. Um, and so I made a choice. I picked something that has a lower carbon footprint overall um, rather than something that is going to reduce my plastic in the short term because fuel also is a resource. So flying meat from Argentina isn't necessarily the best resource either. So, so sometimes in life, it's a trade-off. Obviously, the best thing to do in this situation would just be to forego meat altogether, but that's not realistic. I actually need meat for my health because uh, I have low iron. And so it's not a realistic goal for me at this point to forego meat. Well, I think that it's nice and I appreciate people who are vegan and vegetarian and I commend them for their efforts. For me at this time in my life, it's not, it's not where I want to be or where I can be. And, and so those are the trade-offs that I make. But before, when I, uh, even in my terrible broken Hebrew, before I would take my containers, I bought a huge I Ikea I container um, and it would fit two whole chickens in it. And every week I would go to the butcher and I would say, can you please put my chickens in here? And every week he said yes to me. And that happened too um, in America when I lived there and I would buy pre-made food. I would bring my own containers, either glass jars or a plastic container. And I would say, can you please fill this for me? And Every week, the guys didn't have a problem. At first, they looked at me like I was a little crazy. But then after a while, they, they said to me, wow, you know, cola kavod. They can zero out the scale so that the weight of the plastic container that you bring is, um, 
is zero is you know zero uh, doesn't affect the price um, and I don't bring those cheap flimsy plastic ones that they give away for free I have like a nice set or I bring a glass jar I don't buy glass jars I recycle my old jars uh, that I get you know when I buy products and I just you know if I wanted the quinoa salad or I wanted the rice or I, whatever I wanted I would have them fill that up if I forgot instead of getting the plastic containers I would uh, take the ask him for the aluminum containers that he has because aluminum has a longer recycling stream than plastic. Aluminum can be recycled about 10 times. Plastic can only be recycled one time. And so it's all about the choices. Are we at zero? Am I at zero waste in my house? Absolutely not. I am not at zero waste. We produce probably two bags of garbage a week at this point, which is down significantly from the 10 that we used to produce. Um, but still, I'm not at zero. I would love to get down to one a week. I don't know if that could happen, but that's, that's really my goal. Um, but the point really is, we have the power to reduce, to reduce. Not only to reduce the things that we have, but also to reduce our waste. And so maybe people aren't always on board in our family, but let's start with the small steps, things that we can do without having to involve them too much. We make the choices in our kitchens. I mean, my husband, my husband loves to bake, actually. So he's baking, he bakes every week for Shabbos, which I know some of you are like, wow, you're so lucky. He, he, he loves to bake. So I'm, I'm not lucky, actually. It's actually <laughs> a little bit because there's always something delicious in the house. But um, he handles the baking. And when I talk to him about like, the options that we have, you know, he was, he was on board with reducing the waste, but the things that I take control over, like the, the main cooking, you know, I control it. I can take a container. When I go to get deli meat, I take a container with me and the ladies look at me and some of them fight with me, but you can do it. You can do it in America and you could do it here in Israel. It's possible. And my Hebrew is terrible. But what I did was I put Google translate on my phone. I typed exactly what I wanted to say. I pressed Hebrew. And they got it. Is the translation perfect? No, but it's better than what I could have said. And they got it and they understand. And once they explain like where it's coming from, Tove. Some places have an, have an issue with it because of kashrut. Um, they have less issue if it's glass than plastic. Um, but really, nothing's touching anything else. The guys can be really careful about touching the containers. So I, I really don't see like what, what the issue is with kashrut. To me, there's no, there's no problem. Another really, really fast fix you guys can do is you can get some um, muslin cotton bags. Um, I like the Eco brand bag because they're really lightweight, so they weigh about the same thing as a plastic bag that you would get your fruit and vegetables in. And I bring my own produce bags to the grocery store. I mean, I remember when I used to use plastic grocery bags. At the end of a large grocery shop, I would have a million bags and they would end up in the garbage. And the thing is, is that if we all went to the grocery store with our own reusable bags, I think that that would actually save the grocer money in the long run. Um, maybe he won't lower the prices, but in theory he could because plastic bags get expensive after a while and people take and take and take, I'll take a lot of them and they waste a lot of plastic bags. But um, after a shopping trip, I would have, you know, 10, 15 bags from all the produce that I wasn't reusing. Now, people who have dogs, I know they always say, oh, they reuse them when they walk the dog. And that's true. But I don't have a dog, at least now. And although my kids are begging me for one. Um, but like, I don't have a dog. 
I can't reuse that bag. You can reuse them for lunch bags, but they rip. They're not strong. Like, uh, the checkout ladies were always knotting my plastic bags. I'm like, please don't knot it. I can't reuse it if you knot it. And like, I don't know. To me, it was just a giant waste. I take the produce bags. Um, I have about, I have two sets. I, oh, I have a few sets because they come in sets of three different sizes. So I think I have about four sets of them. And at the end of each shopping trip, I just throw them in the washing machine with the rest of the load. It doesn't take a lot of room space up. I do the same thing with my large shopping bags, with our, which are nylon. So in total, I add about, you know, 15 pieces of very thin, non-consequential laundry to the wash every week. And it's not a big deal. I mean, that's, my dad said to me, he's like, I think reusable bags are so unhygienic. Well, in theory, they are because nobody washes them. But these nylon EcoSacks Eco or OmniSacks, they're basically the same ones. It's so easy to wash. I've had mine for about four, four years now. Uh, one of them got a small rip. I just mended it with a little bit of thread, and it's fine. They're so strong and durable. I mean, I, I, I use them all the time. I use them for everything and they're beautiful and, and they look nice and they don't rip when I carry them and I can put them over my shoulder and it's so much better than a plastic bag. Um, and so, so these are small switches that we can do on our own without having to ask anybody in our house to agree with us. And as we slowly start to implement things, uh, we can affect the change that we wanna see. Uh, in our families, in our lives, um, and we can reduce our clutter, reduce our carbon footprint, and and really focus on um, doing the mitzvah of, or not doing the mitzvah of bal <laughs> tashchit. I don't I don't really know how exactly to say that. <laughs> um, I guess it's doing the mitzvah of bal tashchit, not wasting. Um, I think also if people are coming into your house. Uh, or people in your house are giving you problems, talk to them from the halachic perspective. When we use Chad Pami, that's Bal Tashchit. And I mean, if he's a Sadiq, he'll understand. Like, if he's not a Sadiq, he should understand. You're violating a Torah prohibition when you waste. It's as simple as that. Uh, are we perfect at it? No. We are not. Can we be perfect at it? No. We're always going to waste something. Can we try to be perfect? Yes, we can. We can try a little harder to not waste, to recycle when we can, to choose products that recycle better than other products. So for example, plastic is the worst thing. It's, it only has one recycle time. Re aluminum can be recycled, I think, about 10 times. Glass has an infinite recycling stream. So, so think about that when you're thinking about your purchases. Sure. A glass jar probably costs you a little bit more, but you didn't do, violate a Torah prohibition. <laughs> I mean, we, we really, we don't think about it that way. We don't frame it that way. We, we, we look at it from a budget perspective. Um, but I honestly believe that in the same way we give 10% of our tzedakah, of our incomes to tzedakah, um, and Hashem rewards us for that, it's, Hashem rewards us when we don't waste. And uh, I think it's all about reframing how to do it. Um, if you guys come up with zero waste options, please 
let me know what you find in your local stores. When you call me, tell me where you live so I can tell other ladies, you know, what options you found. Um, if you found a really great set of glass something, let me know where you found it uh, so, so, we can, so we can talk about it. Um, I, I want to hear what you guys have to say. I, I, I was just so inspired this week from, from, from the voicemails. Uh, it sounds interesting. It sounds extreme, but hey, I'm into it. I, I'm on board. I, I, I love it. I love, I, I was, wow. I was glad, even if I only reached two of you, and I'm sure there are, there are more of you who, who didn't leave me a message on the voicemail. Um, yeah, I, I, I was pumped. I was excited. So thanks for totally making my day. Um, if you have any questions, as always, leave me a voicemail or send me an email, Rebecca, R-E-B-E-K-A-H, at balaganbegone.com, B-A-L-A-G-A-N-B-E-G-O-N-E.com. Um, yay! <laughs> I, I hope you guys have a, a great rest of the week and uh, peaceful Shabbos and that you remember Hashem keeps me organized always. Breathe deep deep breathing and uh, repeating your mantra, it, it, it helps. Keep, it, it, I just want to say, by the way, if uh, Hashem keeps me organized, doesn't resonate with you, tof, it's okay. Pick something that resonates with you, but just repeat it to yourself. Repeat, I'm organized all the time, or I don't have to worry because I'm organized, or whatever it is. I, I don't care what your mantra is. Make a mantra about organization and remember it so that you don't get off track. Um, Again, I'm Rebecca Saltzman. Uh, thanks for joining me on Journey to Zero Waste, Balagan Be Gone, or I haven't formatted it yet, Balagan Be Gone, Journey to Zero Waste. Uh, I'll speak to you all soon, I hope.